All right. Welcome to the It's Rare podcast, everybody. We have a very special guest, Melissa Ordui and um, Marianne and Flat Marianne in the same place at the same time. So, you know, she's not Batman. Yes. <laughs> uh, Melissa, have you heard our song yet? Um, I don't think so. I don't think you ever played it for me. Okay. So I'm going to play the song and then afterwards we'll we'll have a nice chat and catch up. Okay. Sounds good. Who's there? It's rare. Come fill your time. This pot's for all. From the finger legs, join in the call. Learn something new about the Cuca Trail of State New York. Every episode of Tap. Who's there? It's rare. Who's there? It's rare. It's rare. <laughs> <laughs> that is so great. Did you have that composed? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Isn't that crazy? It's awesome. So, uh, yeah, my my good friend, um, Kyle Fitzpatrick, just, you know, he listens to the podcast a lot. And he said, I said something about wanting to find somebody to write a little, uh, just like a two second intake kind of thing. And he's like, oh, no, just give me like five minutes with my guitar. And he, he wrote that that night and sent it to me so talented yeah so talented cool. so how are you doing first off hold on this is jesse hi jesse Marianne. this hi. is melissa melissa nice to meet you guys thank you for having me how are you doing i'm doing good this is like the first week where i haven't worked at least 60 hours so i I'm finally getting back to like a normal sleep schedule. It's so weird because before it would be like 7.30 and I'm like, I like on the weekend, nothing. I couldn't even sleep in a little bit. Uh, so now I'm finally like starting to feel like myself again. Nice. Are you in Texas right now or? No, oh, I'm in Tampa. I, I might go to Texas. I don't, I'm not sure yet. Uh, I'm just kind of like going with the flow right now. I would like to stay in Florida just because it's home. And I've um, kind of heard some horror stories in Texas. So kind of trying to stay out of there, but we're, we'll see what happens. So we should we should pause for a second and tell everybody what we're talking about. Right. So uh, Melissa and I uh, became fast friends in New York City when we were working together in this quarantine facility. And uh, she went straight back to uh, Tampa and started working there. Mm -hmm. Can you give us the update from there? What's been going on? So she's an, she's an RN, by the way, lovely RN. <laughs> yes. So uh, I came back and I picked up another contract right here, like 30 minutes away from my house. It was awesome. And it was just testing because the state pushed a big initiative to test as much as possible. It was all free. So we would have like lines wrapped around for hours. We would run out of swabs because there were so many people. People were, it was like a three, four hour wait. Mm -hmm. uh, and it started dwindling down a little bit, but. Was it not free before? No, I don't think so. Not at first. And I think it was very hard to get tested at first because 
the tests weren't as accurate, they didn't have enough, you had to split, uh, meet a specific criteria to be able to get tested. Right. And then finally they like kind of opened it up to the public, which is also why you saw our numbers spike so much was because everyone was getting tested and some people were getting retested because they needed two negative tests to go back to work right. and they wouldn't count it as like double cases. So they, they had some things that they had to work out in the testing in that area. So the numbers in Florida, have they decreased or is it still like a hot spot down there? I don't know if it's considered a hot spot, but they have decreased drastically because I think we actually beat out New York numbers. Uh, we were at like 10,000 a day, 12,000. One day we had 15. And then I think right now we're like at three or four, three or 4,000 daily that we're seeing. Hmm. Yes, whenever Cuomo says they're a hot state. Jesus Christ. Then I it's a hot it's a a real piece of work. <laughs> real piece of work i mean and i look at new york numbers and you guys are staying pretty good but do you think it's because you haven't had a spike or is it because new york's not testing new york i don't think that people are going to get to i don't know how many tests they've done i don't know what percentage are coming back at, at any rate but i um i get the email from the from the uh, cuomo's uh committee and they're still doing tests yeah. um it looks like a lot of tests and the number has been just so low it's mm -hmm. been pretty pretty good i think people are a little bit less freaked out than they have been mm -hmm. so i don't know if that has an effect is ruth here yeah oh, is she she is i'll go are you sure it's her ruth? It, it's ruth you better go check i'm gonna check <laughs> not we raining. should lock the front door. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, no, it sounds like we lock the it sounds front like, door. It sounds like they're, they're messing with the liquor. Very safe. Oh, yeah. right. it up or something. Yeah. Sorry, we've got a coffee delivery coming. <laughs> it's okay. We are, we got coffee so, for two out of the three, but Marianne so how much surprised. does your uh, last name get botched? Is that? Oh my gosh! I think maybe one person has gotten it right on the first try. Yeah. Okay. Because I I was when I said it. And then I, in my head, and then I heard Phil say, I was like, oh, shit, I'm not even, like, close. Like, how did I, you think I, it was day? I get day a lot. Yeah, I, that's how I say There's Orde. no A. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Where does the A uh, or, come from? Or Dewey? Or how do you say it? How do you say it? Or, or Dewey. Or Dewey. Or Dewey. Or Dewey. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, I just, I don't know. I just, like, just how it's spelled. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Like, it's rare. It's probably technically supposed to be pronounced "rar." You can you can piss off with what you think is technical, right? <laughs> right. So, I mean, it's just like you technically, know. you should pronounce it correctly. <laughs> Funny enough, every time I see your last name, I have to like take a second. I'm like, "rar." No, it's rare. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> right. There you go. Right. Yeah. I don't right. know. "Rar" is pretty. Pretty awesome though. I would lie and say it's rar. Well, rare is pretty awesome too, though. Yeah, either you know, way, it just depends on uh, depends on the night, I guess. Sometimes, uh, sometimes I let them I let them roll with rar. Oh or, man, this coffee bar. Iconic last name like that because you could have like a label just rare or yeah. rare. It's just so cool. I can't do that. Your mug, I love it. I want one. I'll send you the supplies. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a sticker. This this uh, two in one mug. It's, it's the fits, new sticker. It fits the like top. It's, it's pretty impressive. It's a 
Does, do you think it'll keep it warmer? I don't know. I don't know. These cups really transmit heat. Yeah. Fast. The whole time you were talking in the beginning of the show, I was petting Marianne's hair behind you. <laughs> I hope you know that. The, the, the flat Marianne. It is no. creepy. It is creepy, isn't it? It's creepy. So have you heard anything from any, from any of our uh, Boo crew? Yes. Um, so I don't know if they know about the Boo crew. Um, we have one Jamaican queen, Marlene, who calls everyone Boo. So um, Boo. Shout out to Marlene. She's like, hey, boo. What's up, boo? And she's so funny. I miss her. She's in Texas. Uh, she's been there, I want to say, maybe a month now. Uh, Trish is in Texas. They're in different areas, though. Okay. Trish is in San Antonio. Uh, Marlene is in Brownsville. I don't know where that is. And a couple of our other nurses are on the border, too. All of them are on the border. Yeah. And that's, uh, is that COVID down there on the border? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are they all doing COVID? Mm -hmm. They're all doing COVID crisis contracts with the same agency. And it's just a little more scary because uh, I guess like a lot of these border towns are run by the cartels. So they're like not allowed out of their hotel too much or they have to be very careful. Uh, so it's got to be stressful. I mean, and that was, that was kind of part of my experience in New York City was that, um, and sounds like a continued experience for them was that the most stressful part was supposed to be this pandemic. And that was like fourth on the list of things that were stressful. There were, there were always things that were more stressful than the actual virus that was killing people. I feel like you were mostly stressed out with like your hotel situation. <laughs> you were always so stressed Every week. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and they botched that. Yeah. They, the people that were in charge of that, should be ashamed of themselves ashamed ashamed and you know if i did my job the way they do their job i wouldn't have a job so mm. um, i'll just say that but uh, yeah the hotel situation was bad the um i mean everybody had to adapt to just changing guidelines every day that was just that that, that happened all over the country and continues to happen um and then, of course, all, when the protests all kicked up, that was that was pretty stressful. It was definitely like what a time to be in New York because we played at the New Yorker. So you would have them like you would hear them like come in like a swarm of bees, like ah, and then just like go out. Right. Because you were still uh, you were still living down by uh, Times Square at that time. What was that like? OK, no, it was actually worse. We were in the middle of moving from Times Square to the New Yorker, which is a couple blocks blocks away anyways. Uh, so we would have to, we were trying to put all of our gear into these big buttons to move. And all the time, all the while people are walking around us, they're throwing like over like the plants and pulling up signs. And I'm, I mean, I, I wasn't as nervous. It was kind of, we caught like the tail end of it. And then we moved, and then like later that night, you you heard them come through again through the streets uh, for a few nights actually, and just the sirens going off, and yeah, it was very hectic. My my parents were mostly scared. They were like, "Are you okay? Like, are the rides okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, I don't leave the hotel really." Yeah, yeah I mean, there was no time really to leave the hotel by the time you get there. I mean, it's like a 13 hour day at the mm -hmm. place, and then. What was your travel time? It must have been 30 to 45 minutes. Well, at first it was 20 minutes, and then we almost fell off the bridge. 
So, okay. Should I tell that story? That's a funny yeah, story. Yeah, I tell that story. Sounds like a good story. So everyone was from out of town. No one was from the New from New York, I guess, including these bus drivers that were driving these huge mega buses. And they weren't little- real bus drivers, right? No. So one of them was like an accountant. And I don't know if maybe oh. they quickly got their CDL license because I think you have to have a specific license to drive those things. I'm not sure. They, but, they do. They're yes. supposed to. Yeah. So I don't know if they like bypassed it or they got it real quick or I don't know. But anyways, it was this like really sweet Asian man. And the normal route we took was closed off. Not sure why. So he decided to take a different route. And I should have known because we, we go on this ramp and he's like squeezing through and like going like one mile an hour. And I don't know anything about New York. So I'm like, okay, well, I guess this is what happens when you don't have like proper streets. And all of a sudden, like he starts slowing down because he's on what we thought at the time, the bike lane. <gasps> and we and and so then like we had a girl on the bus and she starts panicking like screaming at the top of her lungs and so she throws everyone off and she's like we're gonna die and I've always wondered what it's like like when people know they're gonna die in the moments before and that was definitely it everyone was like in a panic um they all they all were screaming and then it, like. I look over through the window and it's like this little ran- railing and water. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, like my worry wasn't that he wasn't going to make it through, but if the bridge would support the weight. Um, and I was like, stop screaming at him. Like he's driving, you're freaking him out. And I'm telling this girl, like, I'm like, you're not helping. Are you, are you calmly saying this? Or be like, you're like, girl, stop it right now. You're freaking um, I was trying to be empathetic. Because <laughs> having a full blown panic attack, so I'm like, put your head between your like legs, like just breathe. You're gonna pass out or something. And then the girls in the back are like, stop the bus! I'm getting off! I'm getting off! So the bus driver doesn't know what to do. He slams on the brakes. He opens the door, and there's no way you could get out. You would fall. So like they all try to get out, and they're like, okay, no, just kidding. And so I'm like, me and Ian, we're like, you guys need to calm down. Like you need to let him drive through this. And there was these like uh, poles that he almost didn't squeeze under. And we finally got through and everyone like ran out of the bus, like crying, like we almost died. <laughs> One of the girls was like, I thought coronavirus was going to kill me. Not this. Like, it was. There you go. So Another every- thing on the list that's more scary than coronavirus. So what happened to the accountant driver afterwards? Oh my gosh, I've well, never seen him again. So I think he lost his job, unfortunately. I feel bad for him. So wasn't sad. there on that same that was the day that you guys were all like three hours late? And wasn't there like Can a dump truck that flipped over? Like as soon as you got off the bridge and through that situation, then there was a dump truck on its side. Yeah. It w- literally you got off the ramp and then you went down and it was like completely turned over. So which is also why we like ran out. And I think we were stuck for like an hour and 45 minutes. And then another bus came to pick us up because, I mean, that dump truck was probably there for like five more hours. So, yeah, we were late that day. That was wild. Poor night shift. And then and I, I believe one of our lovely nurses from Michigan lit that guy up, lit that bus driver up. Yeah, and she's a sweetheart, but she was very like frustrated. 
And she was very mean to him in that moment. She was like, well, she said some words we won't use. <laughs> she said things. <laughs> things like you didn't think would come out of this woman's mouth? No, we knew. Oh, very much yeah. her personality, yeah. <laughs> but she was an open book. We knew. Like, we knew what we were doing with her. She's a great experience. Oh, that sounds yeah. That was wild. You didn't talk about wild. this when you came back. Well, I didn't I didn't have to deal with the bus. Mm -hmm. I I had to deal with driving through New York City. Did I did I tell you Melissa about what happened with the car when I was there? No. So I was like I started to hear a rattle. And then I got I was driving back to Brooklyn. I was living in Brooklyn at the time. And I was driving from our place in Queens back to Brooklyn. And all of a sudden, that rattle, I started to hear a scrape. And it's the heat shield from the exhaust had fallen up, fallen down, and it was dragging on the pavement. And so I kind of just like gave it a little blip to see if I could get it to bounce back up on top. Oh, and it kind of did for a little bit. And it just like was an inner, and I had no place to go. I couldn't get off the highway and handle it. And if I did, it would have been hot. Right. So I couldn't touch it. So I kind of limped it back and I drove like six miles with that condition and passed a lot of uh, police and stuff. And then I, I parked it and I got up at five o'clock the next morning to make sure that I had enough time to get it out. It took me like two, two seconds, but wow, it was like, that's that was super stressful. It's embarrassing too. It's well, super embarrassing. Like that I Everyone drove past a lot you. of human beings in yeah. New York City. It's like, <laughs> look at this loser with this. And it's like, <laughs> like it super car. loud. Did it? Was anyone like judging you? You think? Yeah, or? of course. Yeah. Yeah. All, something there were people the like everybody stopped on the street. They're like, "What the <laughs> fuck is this?" <laughs> It was uh, crazy. Some hillbilly from <laughs> upper New York State. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm just glad I don't have to eat box lunches anymore. There you go. Oh, so, okay. But the funny thing is, is that our facility actually had decent food compared to the other one. They oh, yeah. had yeah. terrible, like prison food. So That's I don't know. I felt pretty blessed being there because I had definitely had the other food. Yeah. And it was like the breakfast was a banana, a muffin, and a boiled egg. Because you'd been at the other place for mm -hmm. a while. Yeah. How long, you, how long were you at the other place? I think like a month and a half. Oh, okay. That was a while, yeah. Yeah, and then I remember somebody said, oh, yeah, Melissa's coming over tomorrow. And I was like, oh, who's Melissa? And and then I met you, and I was like, oh, man, this is way better. No, I mean, everybody everybody there was great. But we enjoyed our, our days when we were together. Yes, we did. At the Funny enough, though, the first day I met you, it was like, I, it was with that CNA who was a little bonkers. Um, and <laughs> uh, which which one? Yeah. Any names? Italian. Um, uh, was she was she older? Yeah, I don't know. If I, I don't know if I want to say her name. Like, no, don't say. You don't have that. to. You don't have to. But yeah. like, I've never seen Phil, and also I met Phil barefaced, so he looks very different, and. Yeah. So you're still traumatized by that. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. So yeah. do you he recognize looked... me better now? Yeah, there you go. That's the fill I met. Um, but anyways, like this lady was just like 
off the walls. She had this like N95 that was like orange and like oh, yeah. was so dirty. <laughs> she had it for like a month and a half. And then like, um, I don't know if you've ever worked with Phil. He's very particular on his infection control and uh, sanitizing everything. And he was very good at that. So he was just like freaking out because this lady was like not paying attention to needing to sanitize before she touched some, like a specific. She, she completely contaminated our clean room. Yeah, our clean room, exactly. And you were freaking out. And then also like, I have a different approach on those things. I'm like, yeah. I sanitize my area, I sanitize my hands. So it's like, regardless of what you do, I'm good, you know? Yeah. So I was just like, oh my gosh. Like, I think he's like a little, like, he has like a stick up his butt or something. And yeah. then I actually got to talk to him like, yeah. well, that's pretty great. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. That lady, so part of the thing with that lady wasn't even just her infection control was atrocious, but that um, she was so high strung. And like when she walked in, I'd already, I was already up on the floor and I'm just standing there waiting for all the shift change stuff to happen. And she comes over to me and just asks me 12 questions about what she should do before I even got it to take another breath. And I was like, do I look like I'm in charge? Like, do I seem like I'm in charge? I'm not in charge of anything. And she was like, well, yeah, you do actually. <laughs> it's like, all right, well. You probably should have been in charge, Phil. Uh, no comment, I guess. <laughs> you would have whipped that place into shape, I think. I probably might have done some things a little different, but that's, uh, anyway, that would have been fun. Mm -hmm. But I, I liked the, the thing that would have sucked about it is I wouldn't have gotten to spend as much time uh, up on the floors uh, doing what we were doing. So would have been a trade-off. I agree. I think that was actually my favorite part of like going to New York was the people that I met. Absolutely. I mean, I keep I, I keep trying to explain to everybody and it's hard to really get across how great the people were there. And when I describe what we did, everybody says, oh, well, what do you mean you were in New York City helping? What do you mean? What, what were you doing? And I was like, oh, well, I was working in a quarantine facility. Like, well, but what were you doing there? Yeah. And I just said, look, it wasn't um, what you thought. Like we, we weren't doing anything crazy. Uh -huh. it, was, it was simple stuff. Um, but on the other hand, we had really great people from all over the place there who, when they asked for help, showed up to help, and they none of them knew if they were going to go home or not. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think everyone went to New York like thinking that they were going to go in the trenches and just be exhausted. I wasn't really afraid of that, and I wasn't afraid of getting sick. I was afraid of getting traumatized. So I feel very blessed. Uh, there's definitely some nurses that walked out of New York City, like traumatized, and a couple of them are in therapy now. I still keep up with a few of them. It was really some graphic things to be seen. So I'm I'm really happy that that wasn't my experience. But in, and also that we had like the time to talk and really get to know each other. And I think that's why like everyone grew so close. Yeah, as like a family. A very dysfunctional family. Boo crew. Mm -hmm. The boo crew. Well, it sounds like y'all need to. It's awesome. Oh, Wait, so there's going to so be a Melissa's the one who sure. calls you boo. Was that? Uh, we, no. all, we all call each other boo. Oh, because like Phil comes back, he's calling everyone boo. And I'm like, 
What are you doing? Did I miss something? Damn, boo. I but I was like, why are you yeah. saying boo? Is this so confused? <laughs> I need your When somebody like me calls you boo, it just kind of like lowers. It, it just like, it drops the guard a little bit, I think. <laughs> I, it was definitely like, okay. Does it raise it? Does it raise it? For me, it does. I was confused. Yeah. I feel but I was cool. I'm cool with it, Sorry, though. I like it. No. Sorry, but you don't like it? It doesn't work for Phil. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like it. That's good enough, though. Marlene is the one, uh, you were getting your coffee. So we have this nurse named Marlene, who's the one who created the Boo crew, I guess. She's, she calls everyone Boo. And she uses that as like a de escalation tool. She's like, no one gets offended when you call them Boo. So if they're like annoying me, I'm like, yeah, Boo, relax, Boo. And they're <laughs> Because when you said that to me, I was like, oh, you're like one of my girls. Okay. I, can, I like that. It was cool. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, that's how I felt. Who else? You know who was really good at de-escalation that like some days I liked it and some days I was like, mm -hmm. man, I wish that we could have a different kind of conversation was, um, was the charge nurse was also a psych nurse. And so when we'd have uh, patients that were difficult, she'd come up and she'd have these conversations with them and they would just change. And I'd be like, I'd be like, we're not going to do the thing. Like, are we really going to do what she just said? And, but then they would completely just change their attitude. Their, their guards were lowered then. Is that yeah, what you I mean? I think so. So, yeah. cause when they walked in, they were really intense. They don't oh, know what they're yeah. walking into. Yeah. yeah. So she was, or, or he was, she was, she was yeah. the one that was the best one. Yeah, she'd be like, you know what? We'll talk about that. We'll see what we can do for you. But why don't you just, uh, why don't you just like take a shower and get into some fresh clothes, and then and then we'll we'll try to sort that all out in an hour. And then they'd spend two weeks there and be happy by the end of it. Oh, that and nice. and uh, sometimes just like getting people over that hump of of relaxing them, I think makes a big difference. Once they just kind of get into the flow of it, you're trying to build trust. Yeah in a really intense environment and situation yeah. well and they're going to see the problem melissa can can mm. attest to this but i think a big problem with um the way that that facility was run and some people would disagree with me on this but that the patients didn't know what they were coming into mm -hmm. exactly so and in addition to that the facility was completely underutilized because people didn't know what it was. Mm -hmm. So so the patients that came in there, they were sent there because they needed to quarantine or isolate for some reason. Okay. And they just like, they'd give them, I guess a phone number or something. I'm not even sure how they got connected, but then they'd just pick them up in a cab from anywhere in the city mm -hmm. and they'd bring them to the hotel and they'd get, you know, they would do a little bit of like brief stuff in the lobby and then they'd get into their room and that was kind of the first time that they heard kind of what the entire program was about is okay. when they were already in the facility. Yeah. I think the big, dis it was a hotline, I think that they called into Yeah, and it, the big disconnect is I don't think that people know what quarantine means that you can't leave your room. So people would show up with like bottles of liquor thinking it's like, Ooh, free hotel two weeks. Like we have, <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh my God. The different stuff that people showed up with. No, was yeah, it was it was a lot of stuff, and we'd have to search their stuff and make sure that none of that was coming into the facility. Uh, it was definitely interesting, and then they would be upset that they couldn't leave their room. And 
I think like one of the things that I I found and I was shocked by is how like um, a gold cage is still a cage and how yeah. like we had a lot a big homeless population come in and quarantine with us and you would think like oh my gosh they're gonna love this internet fresh shower new clothes they get fed three times a, a day and they hated it they yep. couldn't wait to leave they felt trapped they felt like they were in jail they some of them would be there two weeks to never shower and it's just such a different lifestyle like their lifestyle isn't to shower and be in clean clothes and it's to be out in the fresh air and it would like they would start going crazy and they needed to get out there were some that would never use the bed they'd sleep yeah. on the floor despite having a, a fresh bed there wow um they wouldn't want to change their clothes a lot of things mm-hmm. um, a lot of yeah. eye-opening things for me coming from a place where our homeless population is pretty invisible mm-hmm. it, it we it is there right um it's small mm-hmm. but we don't see them every day and certainly not, not what's that i feel the same way in tampa too you don't see them that very much no, and they're honestly treated very well here. There's plenty of resources available. They get fed three times a day throughout their different facilities that are around. Uh, they have we have something called Metropolitan Ministries, which is like free housing for them, and they're like very nice little apartments that you qualify for, and you stay there until you get back on your feet. There's endless shelters. We even have this really great. Um, it's like a restaurant. It's free though for the homeless, and their premise is um, their mission is to like humanize homeless people. So they serve them with plates and silverware. Like if they were at a restaurant and like like to eat. So that's a really great program we have here. So definitely not how it is in New York that it's like you, you have to learn to live in the streets and very different. Yeah. New York city, um, I mean, obviously, we were there at a time that was different than any other time. And so I didn't get what the New York City experience is, but I got enough of it. <laughs> and there was a lot of really weird stuff going on there. There's a lot of really weird stuff. Would you go back? If for the same, like, would I, like, if I had the chance again mm-hmm. to do what I did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. To vacation or to like meet up with people there too? No, you wouldn't go back. Kevin and I went. <laughs> Kevin and I went to New York City to watch a Rangers game before. This was like January, I think. January, February. Um, and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. I loved it. I he likes to go to his favorite like pizza place, which is just a hole in a wall, but it was like delicious pizza. Um, but I loved the city from mm-hmm. what I saw. It was just snippets of it, yeah. though, not compared yeah. to what you. So yeah. Saw. So would I go for a day? Right. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I was there in February and like, so right before everything had happened mm-hmm. and I was so excited, New York city. I, had, I hadn't been since I was little, so I didn't remember it. And I didn't know how stinky it was. Yeah. And I was so shocked to see like, you know, I live in downtown Tampa. So, I mean, it's not as populated, but I don't understand why they can't have like a proper trash system. Uh, and like, it's filthy. It's very, very filthy. I had never seen a rat before, and I saw like five. Oh, yeah. Some rats? Big ass rats. Wow. Yeah. There was, there was a news story when I was, there was a news story when we were there that because of the the uh, kind of 
the isolation, social distancing that was going on, a lot of the restaurants had to shut down or greatly reduce what they were doing. Right. So what was happening is that there was less um, garbage, right? Right, yeah. Keep so going. the rats oh. that were feeding off the garbage from these restaurants we're eating each other. Oh yeah. Oh god. Yeah, like oh. they're like swarms of aggressive rats were like going around the city trying to find anything to eat and when they couldn't they would just go after each other and they'd eat each other. Nice. It was wild. Like that like on the list of things, right? <laughs> I think you I think What's the thing in New York City this week? Well, uh, aggressive cannibalistic rats. It's Darwinism at its finest. It's wild. Oh. I think they, that they had like one third, like it, how many? I don't know how many people are in New York City, but like in equivalence, they have like one third of that population in rats. And so the city has been like millions and millions of dollars to try to get rid of the rat problem. And I'm like, it's just like putting a band aid on it. They're gonna come back, like. Yeah, I mean, the, until we can take care of our garbage problem. Yeah, definitely. It. Yeah. I liked Brooklyn though; that was my favorite. Brooklyn was, you know, Brooklyn's not bad. I I wouldn't want to li actually live there, um, but as far as that went, you know, there were some decent grocery stores and restaurants, and um, it was laid out pretty nice. So as far as cities go. Yeah. If I had to compare from like February to when I went for uh, COVID, like you honestly saw more homeless people out like afterwards, like during the isolation because um, because they were like out with their chairs. They like set up camp and you didn't really see that before because there's so many people. So, uh -oh. You are so popular. <laughs> Sorry, not us. <laughs> uh, I think it's like one of my guests calling, but I'll call it back. Uh, okay. um, do, you, do you need to take a break? No, if you need so to take a break, you can't. Bothering me. I don't think it's anything important because I talked to him earlier. Okay, it's fine. Right. I think we need to be. Like, I don't know how, no one's really talking about now, but especially because, you know, Phil has to go back to work at the college, but um, are you guys need to be sent anywhere else to help out with, with the COVID? They're, yeah, they're going all over the country. I think that the demand for um, healthcare workers is decreased. I think, you know, Melissa can probably speak to that more than I can, but uh, there's certainly calling for people in different parts of the country as different hotspots pop up. Yeah, know. New York is Texas, and they're still in Texas now. I think mm -hmm. it's actually bigger than New York. I think like 4,000 nurses got sent to New York, and in Texas, they're up to like 6,000. Just wow. about. Is it because of COVID-19 or because of the hurricane, too? Yeah, COVID-19. They did have a separate hurricane relief, but... Mm -hmm. They were only, I think they're going home now. They've, they've been there for like about a week and then they, they were given the option to stay to help with COVID and if not, to go home. Uh, I, I almost went to that, but then I chickened out. So there's that. You chickened out. I did chicken out. Also, because I couldn't take my brother-in-law with me and I felt bad leaving him. Oh, that's sweet. I knew, you were, I knew you were trying to get into that kind of a situation. 
Yeah, so I, I got the call from Adrian, actually. And he's like, hey, like, let's go. Like, I had the guy on the phone. And I'm like, I don't think I can bring my brother-in-law. And the main thing was that they wanted, it was like 11 in the morning, and they wanted us to be there by 8 p.m. Well, yeah. Yeah, you got to, like, go right to the airport. Yeah, and it was crazy. And I, I was like, there's one flight, and it's in an hour. I don't have time. And then I was like, oh, this is fine. No, I'm staying. I'm staying. So I took a no, I think. That's crazy. And well, here, oh, so let me tell you about Florida. So uh, I, I came back and I, I got this contract with Florida. And then there's been like so much drama with the contracts in Florida and the agencies because it was one agency that picked up all the contracts straight across the board with the Department of Health and like emergency management. They were in the hospitals, nursing homes, et cetera. And then like there was this article that came out with their contact tracing program. I think I had told you to like, you should sign up for that. Yes, you did. You probably would have lost your mind because it was very disorganized. Oh, <laughs> and wow. they had one of the contact tracers like sitting on standby for two weeks getting paid. They do that here. They do that here. Yeah. And so she went to the news about it. And she said that this is a misuse of resources or something like that. She showed her pay stuff. She showed that she got paid her hotel and everything else they gave you. And then they put the agency under investigation. That's awful. Yeah. And then I think like from the grapevine, we heard that the CEO got arrested for mismanagement of government funds. So the entire. Do you have any idea who the CEO was? Because I've had some bad interactions with a group in, uh, in that area. I think maybe Tampa, Boca Raton. I don't know where the hell it is. Somewhere down there. Well, the agency is based out of Kansas. Oh, based out of Kansas. So yeah. okay. not them. Not them. So I forget his name. It says he's Charlie something. Um, and he got arrested with for mismanaging government funds. And so then, like, all of our contracts got canceled. Oh, wow. Man. Yeah. They got in big trouble. And so that, except Miami, because Florida freaked out that Miami's, like, the hardest hit right now. And they needed them to stay there put. But then they're like slowly moving them out into other agencies and they, I mean, it's crazy. So now there's like 50 agencies here and it's all a big mess and no one knows what to do. Then they had like another agency come in and cancel the nurses. They didn't pay them. Oh, no. um, so yeah, it's a lot of drama going on here. That sounds, I mean, that sounds like about how this entire crisis has been managed. 2020 is just but it's one gigantic drama situation. This is what happens when you put the government in charge of healthcare. Sorry, I said it. No. <laughs> I don't care. You're not hurting I'll my note. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse's not going to say anything. <laughs> are you, are you going to bring bourbon? If that's what you want me to bring. I will. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you, Melissa, for doing what you're doing. And to be friends with Phil, I was very concerned that he was going to the big city being all Phil like I was a, I was worried that he wasn't going to come back um, or whatever, but you, you survived and you did such yeah. an amazing thing. And I won't talk too many nice things about you because you hate it, but I'm really glad that you guys got to experience Phil to his fullest. Um, and he brought back such really, he's brought back a lot of really good stories about all of you. And I hope we get to meet all of you guys. So if you guys ever come down, you let us know. We'll take care of you. Absolutely. For sure. I would absolutely. Yeah, we are owners here. So. 
And the funny thing is, is that Phil's grandparents live like an hour away from me. I'm like, hello. Come wow. visit <laughs> <laughs> they listen That's to your They'll be like, make your grandson come visit you. <laughs> They're, I don't think they know how to watch the podcast. <laughs> That's a shame. But funny enough that Phil is like such a fascinating person. And I thought like maybe I just thought that because I have like, <laughs> I'm really intrigued by such intellectual people, but everyone you talk to is, yeah, Phil's just so fascinating. <laughs> fascinating <Dr>. Phil. <laughs> and I think let's talk about what's the fascinating thing about Phil is that, you know, at first, like I said, I, I did not like Phil when I first met him at all, but when you, you both had the same first impression. <laughs> <laughs> when I first met Phil, I was like, pass honestly, but when you get to know him and you get to know him and you get to actually have really good conversations. Um, and, and when this, this guy over here can actually turn my, change my mind on something after I, I remove the emotional component of it. And I'm like, I look at it level headedly. I'm like, boo, you were right. You were totally <laughs> right. Um, and I'm just so thankful. And I think Melissa, you can agree oh, that, nice. that he, he's a special guy. He's a special guy. For sure. I think, and honestly, he's taught me like so much about politics and now I feel like more yeah. involved. Now I do more research mm -hmm. and I used to, um, I used to bother him about this, that like whenever someone would question his like knowledge, cause he researches everything, he'd be like, well, actually. I'm not that big of an asshole. I you promise. are. Yeah, maybe I am. Maybe I am. It's definitely not. I think it's pretty great, but I can definitely attest to the fact that like you, you just have like when a people, people come at me. I got to have like, so <laughs> the thing that you got to know about me is that when I have these opinions that are, that like seem fully formed that I really like that I stand behind that didn't just come out of nowhere. Like I actually thought deeply about that before I bothered with it. Like I, if I just say something off the top of my head, you can change my mind on that. But if I've really kind of thought deeply about it, then we'll have to have quite a conversation before I'll. Um, so I knew nothing about Larry Sharp. Yeah. And I confused him with somebody else. And Kevin had to educate me on this a little bit this morning. But um, Larry Sharp is coming to the Silverbird. Yeah, Larry Sharp. So Larry Sharp was the libertarian candidate for governor in the in the past election. Mm -hmm. And he'll be at the Silverbird in Penyan on September 7th. Yes. What day is that? That's a Monday. That's Labor Day. Oh, Jesus. What time? Uh, I, well, yeah. I well, yeah, we like should, yeah, I think so you, you're going to that, though. If I can, I think I might have to work that day. Mm. So that, that'll be our first day of uh, athletic practices at the college. I saw a picture of him. He looks very good looking. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, just passing that along. Larry, don't get a big head. Uh, <laughs> he's kind of skinny. He's he's He's... Is, is he also on the meat diet as well? No. Okay. I think he might be. He's, a he's actually a vegetarian. If he was on the meat diet, there'd be a lot more to him. Oh. How's your carnivore diet going? You love it. It's great. Fantastic. I had, going. For breakfast today, I had a ribeye with uh, Kerrygold butter. And do you know what? Um, what, what do they call it? What, what do they call it? Uh, Borgonzola. So it's like a combination yeah. of brie. Oh, and gorgonzola so they take the like the the whatever the uh, did you get from aldi mold for, yeah ah. yeah yeah it's pretty good so i just smeared some of that on top of my steak that's pretty good we should have breakfast with phil yeah 
Oh my gosh. She has like a big breakfast. You have no idea how many me how many people I tell about the carnivore diet since meeting you. It's the best thing ever. And, and they know about it and they tried it or they failed like Has I anybody have. tried it? Um actually my mom's boyfriend was talking about it last night and he's like, Yeah, but like the only thing I struggle with is that um, you know, with your mom, like she can't just eat meat, like she's not gonna do it. So it's gonna be like hard, like the temptation. And I'm like, dude, because his like, favorite thing in the world is like going to steakhouses. I'm like, I think this like diet is like for you. And I say the same thing to my boyfriend all the time. I'm like, you would be do good with this diet. You need to sit down with Phil. That's the best thing. Marianne uh, has tried it twice. Twice. And she lasted six days each time. Uh, and then she was like, I need zucchini. Like, really? Zucchini? Zucchini got zucchini. me. Zucchini. You broke a diet for zucchini? I love zucchini. Love it's like it. I, I could understand if it was ice cream or something that or too. like pie. No, not so much pie. Ice cream most definitely. Zucchini? I love zucchini. I love I love vegetables. I love vegetables. Oh, yeah. But also, like, I just don't think that women would do well on that diet. I think it's most, I think it's better for men. I feel like women thrive better on plant-based. Well, you, you, you feel that way, but they're, so I'm in some Facebook groups. Yes, he invited me to one of them. And uh, a lot of women do the carnivore diet, and they succeed. They, they, they do good. really well. They love it. So why do I feel like you should find your wife on the Facebook groups? Like, you have the same lifestyle. You both love meat. So for, anyone, so for anyone who is doing the carnivore lifestyle and wants to meet a nice lady, um, they should check out a Facebook group called The Meeting Place, M-E-A-T. Stop it. <laughs> Is that a real thing? It's a real thing. It was fun. It's got just a bunch of really awful memes. Mostly is like oh, all man. these because the thing is like we're all spread out. Like none of us live near each other, but people just post these awful memes about um, I don't know about uh, dating and. Before we talk about work. your alcohol consumption over here, um, Ruth got me this espresso and she put tonic um, in it from Amity. Yeah. And at first, I think when my first, uh, you can't see my face, but I took a first sip of it. I was like, ah, she's like, she was going to switch her coffee with me. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm cool with it. Now I actually really appreciate it. So if anyone needs to go over to Amity, I don't know what it's called. And you guys won't either, but um, it's espresso with tonic water. Well, there you go. It's, it's at first awful, but you get used to the yeah. awfulness. I know that they time. always, they always serve the espresso with, some kind of like club soda or something, but tonic water. Would ah, this is good. I've never had different... it before. I want more Ruth in my life. This is Jesse's. Uh, th this is some stuff that I brought to New York City, and I actually shared some with. Janeiro. Uh, with Rob and Janeiro. Oh my God, Janeiro! So Janeiro is. I we we've got to get him on the podcast sometime. He's yes, a yes. real character. And he said he would do it. Oh, he said he would do it. Okay. And it would be awesome. Anyway, he is, he had one of these. <laughs> I let him pour it himself by mistake. I gave him some ice in a cup and I said, here you go. And he had a hangover. I don't know if the hangover could have been from this because this is too good of alcohol to have. You guys told to me cause a you hangover. don't get hangovers from things like I this. don't get a hangover from this. I think he might have still been drunk the next day. He had like one <laughs> glass of it. And then I, and then I was offering him some of that uh, Lafroy that we had the other day. Mm -hmm. And he thought that the, uh, I, he was like, is there a fire? I smell smoke. And I was like, no, it's just my scotch. But uh, yeah, he had some of this and, and, 
everybody. That knows sounds like a good day. commercial thing right there. No, that's my scotch. That's a good one. Yeah. I think so. So what he has um, sipping. So it's this bourbon. This is the bourbon you've been talking about, Jesse, for quite some time. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what Phil's got. I'm still drinking yeah. my uh, coffee. I've been drinking this coffee since vodka. <laughs> March. Yeah, you've, you've had it for This a is the one we picked the label for, right? Yeah. When I say we, I mean Ginny and I. Yeah, we picked the label for this live on the podcast. We did. So, yeah. It's pretty. Yeah. I'm not a big like liquor person. I'm such a poser. So I when you come here, we are going to expose you to, to a lot of good stuff here. Oh, we've got all sorts of good stuff. Not here. just alcohol, but like yeah. hiking, the outlet trail, Flat Marion. What's this shirt? What shirt did you give her today? It's same, the same shirt. Same shirt. Oh, I just never noticed there's two ducks and something else on there. It's it's duck duck goza. I oh, almost had cute. to wear Flat Marion shirt the other day when I came in here. <laughs> I got monsoon. I got absolutely soaked on the way in, I'm and I was sorry. like, I got no other shirts. <laughs> I heard about this. other than flat Marianne's, and I was like, I could rock. I could wear that. Is it a normal <laughs> thing for business owners to park in front of their business? Yeah, it should be. No, customers park in front of your business. Why? So we don't get wet. Oh well, I mean, you guys probably had umbrellas. I don't. I did so. not have an umbrella. Yeah. Then I locked the door behind me so you couldn't get in. He did. <laughs> he did. I was like, does he have like a scarf on? It's chilly up here. It's, it's literally not, August. It's it's 80 degrees. No, 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 no. No, it is like 68 right now, probably. Bill. Absolutely not. Bill. There's not. 60 it's gotta be absolutely it's not. gotta be way over 60. it was it was at least in the 70s when i came down here earlier i kept trying to, to bring it up but you guys kept like talking before i could get it out i was like are we are, are we allowed to wear scarves now is that a thing in august it is it is a thing it is, is a it thing. is that like wearing white after labor day you, you can't can wear, wear a scarf until after labor day i think you can't oh, with that you always hear that in movies it doesn't even make sense to me that you can't wear white after Labor Day, yeah. It's yeah. a stupid thing that I'll I think it's to. like a Jackie Kennedy thing or something. Very it's like that era. Nobody cares. Only ladies from that era care. The weather is definitely something I miss because you could be outside and eat outside and it was like breezy and not like humidity. And here you just want to suffocate out there. You don't even want to go out. Is Sounds it like hot fun. down there? Yeah, I don't know. It's probably like in the 90s and then it rained. So it's, now it's like Humid. what's your uh what's your airbnb situation like what do you mean well so you're like you've got all this experience with airbnb yeah so actually that that's like what i'm in the middle of right now is kind of like picking my next move just because the real estate market is such like a questionable thing at the moment and we had had previous conversations of this as well like because you, if you speak to a realtor they'll tell you like well, I think it's booming. I think this is a great time to buy because the demand is high because not everyone's showing their homes with COVID and you know, you're, you're going to get better offers. But if you actually look at the listings, what you'll see is that the, the homes are selling, but the ones that are selling are very highly renovated. Hmm. So the people that bought them would have bought them no matter what had, like no matter what was going on, if the market was high, low or at a plateau, um, people that have like stable income, I guess, and just, you know, or needed to move, but really like the houses that are pretty normal, 
um, like normal single family homes. They are at a standstill. They've been on the market like since April. Hmm. So I'm kind of hesitant to like dip my, I'm like waiting to see what happens hmm. after they lift the uh, eviction and foreclosure. And then I'll see how the market reacts to that. But I'm like ready to step into my next Airbnb because it bounced back completely. You should totally do it. Yeah. I'm worried, about, I'm worried about the, I just heard, I just read an article about the Fed is planning on basically encouraging um, kind of an ongoing hyperinflation right now. And that they're planning on keeping interest rates low no matter what. Mm-hmm. And that they want their they want to have a stimulus on one side, but then they want to they want to let the prices go up and they want to let everything inflate so that it gets cash flowing. Makes people want to spend their money. And I'm a little bit concerned about that. And it makes me think that I'm not sure, but maybe maybe I should buy a house before the prices shoot up because if money is not going to be worth as much, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen. The houses have been selling here pretty quickly, I think. Yeah. As long as they're like a regular, like normal houses, like the more normal it is, the faster it sells. We like normal houses. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't like normal things. But. No, you don't. What is like a normal house over there? Like rent, like updated or just not really nice it's nice just like uh, yeah like a, a semi up like not even fully updated necessarily but like a semi updated you know three bed two bath like if it's under 160 it's it's gonna fly it's gonna fly off well i think in the in the village of penny and things fly really quickly i see one real estate yeah. agent put up there a sign and then i come back later in the day it's like sold i'm like yeah. wow <laughs> Boy, when it's a good when it's a good house, a good it goes right away. And a, and a lot of times, um, a problem that I've run into is that when I look at a house that you know pops up, I'm like, oh man, that would be a good one for me. Yeah. Um, an investor goes in and buys it cash. Yeah. And I've got no chance. Yeah. But I I want to make a point that newbie says says Alexa says it's sixty eight degrees. <laughs> Do not hear me now. Yeah. So the, if the you get yeah, you're okay. you're like to the side of the microphone. Well, newbie said it's uh, it, my temperature reading was right. Yeah. So Thanks, apparently newbie. it's in the 60s. Thanks, newbie. Sure. And what Jamie listens on. Sure. Hi, Jamie. Hey, Jamie. Hi, Jamie. What my girlfriend? What would my girlfriend agree with? What, she what uh, she agreed when uh, Marianne was thanking all the folks that were down in New York City. Oh. And then when they come down, that we will take care of them. And we will. We will. I can't wait for. I can't wait until we can have uh, you know, a big party. Wait, wait. We're going to take care of them? What are we doing? Oh, we're just going to take care of like, them. Like get them drunk? No. Yeah. Oh. yeah. No. Yes. That's what they want. No. <laughs> <laughs> I had a cool experience. He told me that he kayaks on the river, then stop, or something on the river, boating or something. Then you stop, then you like make a fire, and then you like eat whatever fish right there. I want that experience. What the hell have you been telling this girl? I was just telling Does her. Does she think we like? I was telling like, her about my like river freaking trips. settlers or something. Like, <laughs> no, no, I was telling her about, no, I was telling her about my river trip. So this is a thing that I do with my oh brother, my and I, I haven't gotten to do it this year. So nope. you know, during that time of year, I was gone. Okay. But usually every year, my brother and I, at least a couple times, we'll get in a raft and we'll go float down the river at home, 
and we'll spend the day fishing and you know you know catch a couple bass or a walleye or something and you just pop off to the side and you, you make a fire on the shore and i you, wasn't thinking of doing any of that with you by yeah, the way but no but we'll we'll take you on a wine tour yeah, I was like, oh I, my god you really are like from New York, like zero experience. I think Phil's the only one that does that. That I might be the only one that does that. that. That's not my daily thing. I I wake up. Okay, this motherfucker, this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, but this guy, he doesn't do that. But you know what he does? He goes out in the woods and makes moonshine. True. Yeah. And then he starts the woods on fire. No, my dad did. (laughs) You gotta tell her about that. Tell her about that. Yeah. Then like Smokey the Bear's gonna come here and be pissed. You got it. You got it out, right? Yeah, barely. Oh, so anyways, the first time we were making moonshine, uh, we made it out of two kegs that we found and whatever. And so, you know, we're making it. I'm drinking. And Dad's like, oh, this is alcohol. I don't know what the hell it is. Disgusting. Look, it won't even light on fire. And he's like lighting the spoon. He's like, I told you it's not on fire. And I'm like, like, Dad, I think it's on fire. And he throws it and the entire woods is on fire. And there's open alcohol everywhere and propane. It was bad. This was, was not recently, by that, the way. That was the most I've ever fathered him in his life. Like, <laughs> what the hell are you thinking? Goes, well, Jesus Christ, at least we make good moonshine. And we're like, stop it. That's all he cares is that it burns. He's it's like, good. Hey. You know, I'm more are making this. So that's. I desperately wanted to remind your mother about how you upset her that one time when you, we talked about on the podcast how you mm. ran to the school bus and what did she say to you? What did she say? Oh, I, I don't remember. It was more or less. Uh, we spent. It's a good you, thing. You better get on that school you, bus <laughs> or something about the school. Oh no, bus. she she called you a wimp or something. Oh, a, pain, yeah. a, a pussy or yeah. a wimp. Or something. I don't think I she would call you that. that. So oh yes, yeah, yeah, last would. night. <laughs> last night, I spent like a half an hour going through last week's podcast with Jesse's mom. Because she heard that uh, he told the story about the time that she wanted that she almost killed him, mm-hmm. and she was like, "I got to hear this. How dare you let him tell that story on the, on the <laughs> podcast?" And then she told me this story about oh. one time that he gave her the finger, <gasps> and she slapped the shit out of him at Lowe's. It was awesome. Well, Why because, would you do that to your mom? So, do you know how you like pick doors out at Lowe's? No. Well, so there's a door section and the way they're set up is like you can get on either side of the door and open and close it. So I was like, got on the other side of the door and flipped her off for some reason. And she opened the door and bitch slapped me so hard. I, like, I, I didn't even have enough time to react. Just pow. And I was like, and I'll never forget. I like, oh, I couldn't believe she did it. Like, the way she smacked me. And she's like, she's like, I don't think you'll be doing that again. Like you're probably right. <laughs> How old were you? Was this yesterday? No, oh, it was probably no. I was probably about fourteen, fifteen. I thought it was. I wasn't like being a jerk. I thought I was being funny with her. Mm-mm. And no, no, it wasn't that funny. No, not no, funny no, at all. No, no. all right. I think I was there and I was eating something. And your mom was like, "Isn't it good?" I'm like. Yeah, yeah, it's totally good. I mean, if it wasn't good, I would still say it's good. She's like, why? And I'm like, because you scare me. <laughs> She's a little gangster. Was it I the soup? It. Was it the soup? No, I didn't. I, no, I was eating that breakfast thing. Breakfast. The breakfast, the Monte Cristo? Crista? Here? Here. You have a Monte Cristo here? Yeah. It's, Dude. A, it's like, it's a big seller, man. Oh, big okay. seller. You did. It's not, it's not, it's not so. Yeah. It's, like a it's like a sandwich. A, a Monte Cristo? It's like a it's French toast with, with ham and Swiss, and then you fry it, and then you put powdered sugar on it, and then you dip it in 
like real maple syrup or raspberry jam. It was, really it was really, it comes out. And I'm like, oh, this looks like a French toast. And everyone's looking at me like, well, no shit. And I'm like, I wasn't, I just really didn't read the description, I guess. But it was awesome. Yeah. Tastes good. It's pretty I was good. pretty happy with it. Yeah, try one. You've never had one? I, I think I've had a version of it, but it wasn't with the cranberry sauce or the raspberry jam. Okay. I think I'd rather dip it in that. So it was kind of like very greasy and not enough like sweet. Yeah. Was it, was it fried? Everyone. Yes, it was fried. We talked about that because yeah, everyone's cause like, mine, "Mine's not like, I guess fried. I guess we put it on the griddle." No, you want it to be fried, and everyone's like, "Stop talking." Yeah, more or less. Yeah, yeah. I think it should be. Should, we should try it fried once. Yeah, well, we try everything once. Is okay. the authentic one fried? What would you say? Sorry. The authentic one fried. Oh, I don't know. I think it is. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Uh, Jamie Sisson may know. Does Jamie know? Oh. Jamie was asking where you were last night. I was uh, at the distillery working, and then I got uh, to the restaurant late. Yeah, we were training two people, so it was a crowded, crowded place. And Phil was taking up a lot of space, and I always know. take up a lot of space. Yeah. The, where were where, wait? Were you talking about last night? Where were you last night? He was I here. Was here. Oh, you were here. Yeah. Did you go to the live music at Laurentide yesterday? I tried, but it was like they were at their capacity. Oh, they were turning people away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I the Laurentide music is like, you better get there early if yeah, you want to go get there early because <laughs> like, you're not it's got the there only or... place you can listen to so, live music in town right now. It's crazy. Yeah. Did you get first? Uh, just while we're here, I just got this shirt in the mail yesterday Saw to it. support the uh, Minnesota Scottish Festival. So this is my new McCracken Pub T-shirt. I hope you can see it. I thought it's a it, cracker. The uh, the cow um, has a mask on. I noticed for, it. So hopefully that's not a cow. Hopefully the support that we gave will will help get them through until it's a bull. until next year's it's, Minnesota. It's Scottish not a Festival. bull either. It's like a it's Scottish. A no, it's like a it's like a Scottish cow. I think it's a yak. Isn't that what they're called? No, no, it's not called a yak. It, are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Okay, it's a yak. <laughs> let, let, let me right. let, let, let me Google it. Let, let me. It's it's like it's a Highland. It's like a Highland cow or something. So since we have Jamie, hey Jamie, can you look this up for us? Jamie, what's the deal with Highland cows? He's like They're Jenny. Brown. Jenny, need you to look up something for me. They usually don't wear masks, but this one has a mask on. But anyway, I just want to give a shout out to the McCracken family and thank them. Close? No, it's not a yak. No. Okay. <laughs> I told you it's not a yak. All right. Okay. How's your uh, presidential duties going? My presidential duties for the outlet trail. Mm-hmm. Um. So far, so good. I mean, it's been it's been actually kind of crazy. A lot more than a lot more going on. Yeah, it's one of those Highland cattle. Yeah. Highland cattle. That's it's the name. it's a lot more than what I thought uh, was going to be going on when I came home. And we've got a lot of big projects going on, and uh, had a lot of meetings. It's good. It's good. So hopefully, it'll stay that way. Marianne just got called out. Too. Still working on getting stuff organized. Uh oh. The owner was spending time with her daughter, <laughs> Jamie. So, yes. You have to tell, you, like, some people are just listening to this and they can't see the comments. Oh, okay. So, Jamie's sister also says, we were also at, also to the wine bar that the owner was also missing. And I was with my daughter. We went to a, a first communion yesterday. So, was Jamie nice. was bar hopping. He was. In uh in the COVID nineteen manner. Uh -oh. Yes, yeah. he was bar hopping. He ordered a substantive food.
food at each location, each yes. location. and was sitting down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it wasn't chicken wings. Oh, I wish I heard all the stories he talked about, though. Oh, I, I love listening to his stories. Our friend, Melissa, our friend Jamie has really great stories. He's like, he has the best personality, I think, in town. He, yeah. It, if very, you very come gregarious. up, you'll, oh. you're going to meet a lot of interesting people if you if you come up this you way. You will meet him and his <laughs> lovely wife, Ginny, and it's going to be fantastic. We have to wait till this is kind of died down because mm-hmm. COVID. Yeah, we have to wait yeah. till COVID's over. Right. When, when COVID's over, you need to come here, and we're we'll, gonna have like an some, agenda. We're gonna have people. some great parties. Florida germs. What? I wouldn't want to bring my Florida germs to your little town. No, we're okay with your. I mean, don't. Yeah, no. Seriously, though, don't. <laughs> <laughs> people don't know what COVID is. They they're like closing their eyes to it because. Life never changed here. Other in than the, yeah, when they closed the restaurants, that was like the most impact it had. People were always out on the street. We still had traffic. We still have traffic. <laughs> They're just like. And the beaches too, right? Weren't the beaches packed? Yeah, they closed for a little bit and now they're packed. And I mean, granted, like that wasn't, it's not just residents. It's also a lot of tourists. Well, like I was telling you, my Airbnb is like back and popping because yeah. of the beach here. Um, and we have Clearwater Beach, which like technically, I guess, is like the number one beach in the United States. Like they hold oh. the record or the title. Hmm. And it's like super packed all the time. I went last weekend. We drove past it because I don't go to that beach. It's honestly, if you're ever in here, if you're ever in Tampa, don't go to that beach. It's just tourists. Good to know. Yeah. And the water's dirty because it's very populated. So if you just oh, drive yeah. like 15 minutes north of that, you'll see like clear blue water that you can see your feet like 100, 100 feet. So the name's a lie. It's not really clear water beach. True. They are lying. Clear water's dirty. Dirty water <laughs> beach. It's like, it's like these housing <laughs> developments that are like, Vista view and it's it's like down it's not there's no view and there's no vista. No. <laughs> I just like, Tampa, Tampa oh, Bay's got twin pines is, has no trees. Like Tom Brady's down there now. I got Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski is there gonna, living in Tampa is Bay. Is there going to be any be sports stuff. this year? I mean, I noticed that doing its thing. For well, a there's bit. sports. We've got sports going on right now. No, I mean yeah. like the NBA. Yeah, the NBA is going on right now. Well, I'm just can I can I finish? Yeah, sorry. So um, the NBA uh, was it a couple the Wednesday they they're like no we're not going to play because of what's been going on in Wisconsin. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they had a protest. I just I just want them to play so Kevin can watch. Sports. Well, they'll be back on Saturday. Well, they they played or they yesterday. played last night. Yeah, yeah yesterday they, they came. They, back. Uh, they have cardboard people instead of like an audience it's like cardboard people and then they play the effects yeah. no, not, really? not not at the basketball games uh but, I think uh, no i don't know games are, but i don't know i read that somewhere yeah yeah basketball games they have like virtual fans because <laughs> you can like watch from your computer screen and then they put you like on the screen it's kind so, of a cool idea yeah, like your I like faces that. up there yeah they had to go back to playing because uh-huh. uh they had they signed a collective bargaining bargain agreement and more or less, if they didn't play next year, you know, they like the salary cap because there's a max salary. All mm. these people can be paid. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do what you signed, the, right. the bargain agreement, then the cap lowers. So these guys that were that can make up to $250 million contract will drop. 
So that's so, why they came back. Yeah, it, was, so, it wasn't because they were like, oh, yeah, no, we agree. I think that a lot of it had to do with the fact they're like, well, we want to make money. So, I know they agreed uh, also I mean, that they were going to have some type of like social justice foundation or something. They, they actually that. got something really cool out of it. So a lot of the stadiums are going to open up uh, voting there to make it more yeah. centralized so people don't have to like go to certain places. So mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. like the Lakers, you know, Staples Center, you can go and vote, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. that'll be cool. The, so they got some of the things. That so that way they can there. actually yeah. spread We're out. Ours for testing, like at Raymond James Stadium, that's where mm-hmm. testing Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. Well, it's kind of, I mean, what they did with the Javits. Oh, yeah, that's true. I'm hoping it'll come back because Super Bowl's supposed to be here in February. Oh, no way. That's supposed to be here. Increased price for the Airbnb. So now it's like. I was very excited. It's going to be Super Bowl with no fans. (laughs) That's why everyone was thought it would be interesting with Tom Brady down there because how he goes to all the Super Bowls. He'd be the, yeah. They'd be the first team to ever play a Super Bowl at their home stadium. It'd be pretty, it's history. It'd be oh cool. my be pretty interesting. God, that sounds amazing. Yeah. That sounds so awesome. That's like a home game oh if God. you make it to the Super Bowl. It'd be fun. That would be awesome. Oh my God. Yeah. It's not a thing. <laughs> do you really think the Buccaneers, regardless of who their quarterback is, do you really think the Buccaneers could uh, yes. be in a Super Bowl? Yes. Right now, yeah. Tom Brady mm-hmm. makes things happen. Yeah. Tom, Tom Brady. Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, I don't know sports. He yeah. brought some other guy with him that's really good to play. Yeah, um, Rob Gronkowski. Yeah. <laughs> He's really good. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the guy with the hair that used to be down there? The guy with the, the head and shoulders guy? Like Crabtree or something. Who who did they have? Oh, who? I don't know. The yeah. Buccaneers with yeah, hair? The Buccaneers. They had like a guy that his hair was always I don't know. I don't Is uh, did he I don't do, watch the NFL? I don't know. I don't think I don't Did he do NFL. the head and shoulders commercials? No. Was it that guy? I don't know. That oh, would have okay. been Troy Palomalu. I wonder if was that... it Palom? Was it no? Pa- was but he, he plays for the Steelers. Oh, yeah. sorry. Oh, no. did not anymore. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, it's a good time to be in Tampa I Bay. I don't know anything Sports. about the Buccaneers. I guess that's enough. That time, I was so excited when Tom Brady came to Tampa. I was like cheering, and people are like, "You don't even like football." <laughs> <laughs> Tampa. Yeah. I well, like. Gonna bring so much to our local economy. I'm so excited. And so this is like Tom yeah. Brady's gonna bring so much money to this place. Bring it yeah. and do your job and don't say I'm not gonna apply. Just do what you need to do. Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of people like think about Cleveland. Like Cleveland was the biggest dump rundown city I've probably ever went to. And then after LeBron was there and won right. a couple championships, all of a sudden Cleveland's like a hot spot, like booming, and that's <laughs> all over. Sports and not so, in a bad sports. way. Yeah, yeah. Not uh, hopefully not booming in a bad way. And then and Jamie Sisson though thinks that Tom is a panty waste. So, <laughs> <laughs> but he makes things happen though. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. A huge we'll fan, see how but... he does. We'll see how he does without Belichick. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's weird that they split up like that. And, and we'll see. You know how he does. I I don't know if the if he's gonna bring in. The deflated footballs. Yes. And that's Belichick's the cheater. If he's going to bring in the spy cameras and all that stuff. It's Belichick. Uh, or if, yeah. That know. wasn't Tom Brady. We'll see, but Tom. we'll see how he does without the the footage. Oh. Tom's of got his own bag of tricks. And, I'm yeah. sure. No, I don't know about that. He doesn't need to cheat. He's just, just a, a good just a Oh, are you a Brady fan? Not at all. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't really like him. He's just, I mean, he's so good. pretty. He's such a pretty guy. He's pretty. Oh, he's so pretty. Well, you think, wait. What you think Tom Brady's pretty? He is pretty. His wife is prettier. He he. Oh no, his wife is. Elle Bunchton or something like that. 
She used to be like the number one model in, the, I think, the country. She used to be the top. In the world. She was, well, she was the top model in the world. His other yeah, woman crazy. that he was with was also very pretty. He has standards. The other woman. There was, he has, was he was, he was He's married. been married to Giselle forever. No, but there was another woman before her. Really? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Was it Jessica Simpson? No. Oh, honey, no. <laughs> oh, no, that was Tony Romo, right? <laughs> yeah, Romo. Don't yeah. I don't know. If it's, is it chicken or is it fish? It, I don't know. I think it's both. <laughs> <laughs> I just I can't get over the pretty comment. Do you call guys pretty? Um, some are. I just found out about Zach Efron. You think he's pretty? What's the deal with Zach Efron? He is gorgeous. Oh, gorgeous. He is gorgeous. <laughs> and I was so unaware <laughs> of him. He was in high school musical or something. But yeah. then I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I'm I'm too old for this I need now, a drink right? If we're gonna talk about pretty men. <laughs> yeah. That is like because I grew up with Zach Efron, right? So yeah, yeah. He was like, there's a meme that says, like, thank you for kind of glowing up as my taste in men changed too. Because he was like this like really pretty little boy in high like in high school musical, and now he's like a man with like yeah. chest hair and stuff. He's a man. <laughs> we love men. I got chest hair. Am I a man? Nope, not so, at all. Do you think? Nope. You're almost almost there. <laughs> almost a man. <laughs> He's, I mean, look at him. He's gorgeous. Like that, that's, that's great. Wow. Yeah. Melissa, just for the record, if you're wearing, if you're a man with a, with a button down shirt. They're not wearing it. How many, how many buttons should you have undone? Three. That's what I do. Three? Three. Three's what I do. Three's a lot. I always do three. I'm going with like two. Oh, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. I'm a two. I'm, I'm two. I'm one, I'm one at work and then two after work. Yeah. Three is like super deep. I'm like a three at work and a four not at work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I feel like, like here we have like the Cubans, so they have like five <laughs> and then like the <laughs> chain and then all their chest hair out. <laughs> Jamie, how many buttons are, are unbuttoned on your shirt? That's what I want to know. All those years of just doing chest workouts weren't for nothing. I mean, you got to like do the, the buttons, you know, I'm, I never worked on legs, only chest. So you just, no, legs know. are important too. Yeah, I know that, but you don't know that's that. That's why. High I, that's why I got a bike. Yeah, there you go. You don't, well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> when was the last time you went biking, Phil? No, did this you, morning. Did you oh. see that bike? What bike? You haven't seen his bike? No, I haven't seen his bike. Do you Dude. want? Do you want my old bike? I can I can I get on it? Yeah, you can Is get it on it. Is it too tall? No, it's not too tall. Okay. Tell tell her about your bike, dude. This thing All right. is insane. Briefly, briefly, I have a bike that has a battery attached to it, and That's when I pedal true. it, it helps me go faster. It's like motorized. Jamie says two. Jamie says two buttons. Two buttons. Nah. Jamie, why don't you so, live yeah. on the wild side and see what Jenny thinks when you do three? So it's an e-bike. I have an e-bike. <laughs> <laughs> she might like three. Just, just go three. I bet you Jenny will like three. Yeah, we need Jenny's opinion on yeah. this. I bet you she would like three buttons, Jamie. Jenny's like, I'm not sure in my husband. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, back off. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, that bike was cool. Some guy almost tried to take it for a stroll last oh, night yeah, when Phil yeah. was at the restaurant. <laughs> I was what? watching. I was watching out the window. Every time I park it at a restaurant, uh, like guys walk up and they're like, what is that? That looks different. <laughs> oh, you should take a picture and post it. Jamie, one does not have to show off chest to prove you're a man. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Jamie, what do you have to do to prove you're a man? 
Oh, I don't know if we should read this online. What? I don't think you have to do anything. Newbie, what I do think you think? You just have to be. Newbie, what is this? Newbie. I finally got to meet Newbie. Newbie, what do you think, buddy? I know you're. Yeah, out we there. haven't heard from Newbie today. Newbie's like pulling his car over right now. He's like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'll comment. He's gonna meet us at the Laurentide after this. Oh God, I don't. Is there music there today too? I don't uh, know if I can go to Laurentide. I don't know. This. Maybe. Have to see. Slick Sly. Slick Sly. Slick Sly was there yesterday, so I don't know if he'll yeah. be back again today. So, is there a what's going on in Tampa Bay? Is there like music and Eden dining and all the fun partying still going on? Is there a difference between Tampa and Tampa Bay? You know, that's a good question. I, I mean, Tampa's actually really big. It's very wide. Like our downtown is little, but it's very wide. So you have like West Tampa, South Tampa. Um, and South Tampa is like the more club scene, um, like more young live come out, comes out there. And then, so you would see that there, like the bars and all that stuff. And, and this specific spot called Soho is like all of our bars are lined up. And then that's when, where you see like, there's no bars that are allowed to be open right now unless they have food. So that's how they're kind of okay. yeah. And just down the street, like we have this place called um, Parks and Recs, and it's like an arcade bar. I don't know if you've ever been to one of those. It's actually really fun. Yeah. Hmm. And there it's was like, like a line wrapped around last weekend. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> and they didn't have masks on. I just drove past it and I actually took a video of it. I was like, this is pretty crazy. Like, uh, is, so there, is there a mask requirement there? Yeah. yeah. On inside. Yeah. Okay. And then we don't have a lot of parents though that fight it, but um, maybe like sometimes, but not really. People usually like listen to it. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's an arcade bar in Buffalo that's themed around Tron. It's pretty cool. So there's what an arcade bar in Buffalo that's like Tron themed. You ever seen the movie Tron? Tron? No, yeah, but I, I have seen Tron. It, they got the glowing suits, right? Yeah. yeah. Like the walls, like are all like glowy like that, and it's just cool. Like the bars, like kind of built like Tron, and and just like kind of fun. Hmm. Yeah, it's a cool spot. So Melissa, when you come here, are you gonna are you gonna bring me some chicharrones? Of course I am. Are you kidding? What else do you want? I'll bring you some. Oh wait, but you're on the carnivore diet. Okay, what else can I bring you that would be yummy? Because I I could bring you empanadas. Lengua. And casitas. <laughs> oh, see, this is why I need you to meet Franco because you guys would be besties. I know. He likes the lengua. Yeah, that's like part of his culture. He's Mexican, so that's like a big okay. Mexican thing. Mm -hmm. hmm. I'm not a fan. The texture. Right, lengua. Don't think so. Do you know what it is? No clue. It's cow tongue. No, well, I've had cow tongue, but yeah. I'm sure it's not how you said it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just pretty so, much boiled. When you get it Mexican, it's like um, <clears throat> they they put these sauces with it that are pretty good. Yeah, my my favorite thing Spicy. is uh, what are, what are those things called? They're so good. It's like wrapped in a corn husk and tamales. Tamales, man, those yeah. things are so good. You would think you would so think good. we've had this conversation about ten times about tamales, and he's still like. It's I'll his never, favorite Mexican food, but so he good. will never remember the I, name. I order it the same way every time I go. I was like, can I just have the thing wrapped in the corn husk? Can I get the corn husk thing? And they're like, sure. Do you want chicken or beef? They're like, you, you idiot. Like, we'll just bring it out. They're a little different. They're like wrapped in banana leaves. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And I, so when I first had a Mexican one, I was like, oh, this is so different. And they, 
The Mexican ones is usually just like the uh, the corn flour and then the meat. Like in Colombia, yeah. potatoes and it has actual corn in it. Um, and like even bone, bone and chicken is in it. And you kind of just like pick through it. You open up the big banana leaf and you like pick through it. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of work. The bone, there's, there's bones inside of Colombian uh, tamales. Yeah, because you use like every part of the chicken basically in it. Oh no, I really? Bones. I would end up choking to death. I feel like, well, I mean, not like, like chicken nuggets. <laughs> well, I guess Mexican one is more like shredded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very very tasty. It's like spicy mush. No, don't say spicy mush. In a good way. It's flavorful. It's mushy. It's It's got a mushy texture. It's not really that mushy. And maybe you've had it before. It's mushy, but if it's done right, it's like perfect. What would perfect be like? It's like got a good mouthfeel, not mush. (laughs) Mush is not a good (laughs) mouthfeel. Mush is not a good describing for tamales. No. (laughs) They're very flavorful. They're yummy. Yeah, I didn't say anything about the flavor. I said the flavor was good. Oh boy! Oh, we got newbie. Newbies he, in the words of the dude, <laughs> the Big Lebowski. Oh. Do you guys? Do you have you guys ever had chicharrones? Oh, I know you have, Bill. Have you ever had like authentic chicharrones? I don't know if I have. I even, do you know what no. chicharrones are? No. Okay, so what you would get, you can get kind of non-authentic chicharrones at the store. You just go, and they're called pork rinds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. But okay. if you go to a Colombian restaurant, do you want to tell them? No, no, no. You got it. Mm-hmm. So if you go to a Colombian restaurant, okay, they take it's is it it comes from the pork belly, right? Yeah. So it's like it's like pork belly, but it, they take the skin and the fat and like a little bit of the meat, mm-hmm. and they they kind of put some. They take a long slice of it and they put some cuts in it, and then they deep fry it, and it's like. Crispy and fatty and flavorful. It's pretty good. Sounds like pork belly just in general almost. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. But it's with the skin. So you get that. Like yeah. the skin gets all crispy and puffed okay. up. Okay. Yeah. It's delicious. I actually like surprised Phil with it because we would order Colombian food all the time. And I knew that Phil loved his meat. So I was like, okay. So I got him some and I'm like, look, I have this new thing for you. You're going to love it. And he goes, oh, chicharrones. I know what this is. I eat this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> those were good though those were good i'm just i i feel like melissa's got like a bad interpretation of what the finger lakes are i just think she's gonna come up here and think we're all on boats fishing <laughs> like, we're like marianne's gonna be on a boat an hour from now we're building campfires it's and cooking too cold fish. for the boat yeah oh no the kids are gonna be riding bikes we're gonna be outside oh yeah. do you want to you want to take the bike uh <laughs> no it needs brakes and we need to fix the brakes, uh, right? The rear brake works. Just you know, the, yeah. The front brake needs just to don't work. hit the rear brake, or just don't hit the front brake, and you'll be fine. You can hit it; it just won't stop you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it'll sl- I might, it'll I, slow you down a little bit. Let me take a look at the bike, and I might just steal it. Yeah, you okay. can Flintstone it. Just put your feet down. <laughs> That's what Porsche does sometimes yeah, too. It's, it's really comical. Do it. It's very comical. I showed Melissa. You remember I showed you a couple of videos of Porsche that she sent me when we were down there. Yeah, I think you did. So actually, just to like um, comment on what Jesse said, like I I have a good interpretation of the Finger Lakes because I think that like you guys are such a close-knit community and you're all like really there for each other. And then when Phil like announced that um, or like asked, I don't know who you asked, for like clothing donations and then 
with this like SUV full of clothes and you're like, yeah, this is just, you know, how we are over there. And I think two days. Yeah, some people are pretty nice. They realized on Wednesday that we didn't have any clothes that would, well, there were two problems, right? So there was one guy that we didn't have anything that would fit him. Right. Yeah. Clothes. And we had another guy whose clothes were so bad that he just wanted to throw them away. And he did. Mm. And it took 48 hours for me making a phone call that we had a room full of clothes. So was he just like naked? Like and a big thanks. No and, and for that, by the way, a big thanks to uh, Cuca College and mm -hmm. the Once Again Shop. Mm -hmm. uh, because they were they were some big donors. And, and some of my friends uh, made some contributions as well. You have good connections. Yeah, it was amazing. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, he didn't. So we would have uh, like scrubs or pajamas that would be provided to all the patients that stayed there. So for the two weeks that they were there, they'd have those to wear. Oh, okay. And we changed them out every few days for them. Mm -hmm. But uh, as far as them having something to wear home or mm -hmm. back okay. to the shelter or back to wherever they were going to, th there was nothing. So um, and that clothing donation wrote us through the duration of that facility. Yep, it sure did. So that was pretty amazing. And then he'd always show me pictures of like how beautiful it is there. And then uh, some project you guys had going on that they were building. I don't know what it was, like some overhang with like tables under it. Pavilion. That was our new pavilion. Yeah. 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 Nice. Really okay. So he did us a justice. You don't think you're coming up here with a bunch of settlers and more <laughs> building log cabins with their bare hands and stuff like that. No, but he's such a minimalist. Like the second he got home, he's like, yeah, I'm throwing everything out. I don't need any of this. Oh, God. That didn't happen. I'm still it? working on that. Yeah, I was going to say, he's done doing that. Yeah, I'm still that, working that, on that. That's not going to happen. But I did, you know, no, I did throw a bunch of stuff and, and I'm working on putting together some donations and stuff. So nice. that sounds good. Yeah. Cool. If you, for everything you throw away, for every ten things you throw away, I'll think about throwing away one. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I then I bought a bunch of equipment for the podcast. So yeah, that was then some good stuff. Yeah, it's awesome. So how, how do you like how do you like our production here? I think it's like professional. You guys have your mics. He, he asked me. He's like, "Do you have a mic?" And I'm like, "No." No. Like, well, you know, mics? like, well, so, you know, you get the headphones that have the microphone on right. them or oh. people have the headsets. Like a lot of people have different things where it's got a microphone of some sort. Yeah. I do not. So I just asked, you know, do you have anything that has a microphone on it or do you have headphones? Because that always improves the audio quality. So and what I discovered is the audio quality matters a lot more than the video quality. Yeah. Exactly. That's true. So, Marion, did you hear, uh, well, before we're completely off of chest today, chest air, chest <laughs> that we were thinking about waxing my chest. Can um, I do it? Live on the podcast. Can I, can I do it? No, uh, I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it. You're, you were drunk. I don't know if you remember. You were pretty drunk that night, but it was kind of your idea. I don't yeah. think that's it was, true. It was a true story. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> not I'm true. Sorry, Mary's not going to let you forget this because she wants in. So she, I she's the one that reminded me of it. And I was like, oh, I do friend. remember that conversation. Yeah. You were, Kelly you were feeling pretty good, buddy. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, because you were talking Kelly to Clarkson. Ruth. Yes. Yeah. You don't remember this conversation? Uh, well, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Phil does not remember that night. He does not night. remember that night. <laughs> well, I remember. but Because uh, you yeah. were on like FaceTiming you. Yeah. Yeah. You don't remember this part? 
Oh, we were doing it over FaceTime. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember that. He doesn't remember okay. it. <laughs> yeah, I remember FaceTime. And that's because we were messing with you because we were all here and you'd left. Yeah. 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 For so a long time. That's when we were going to just wax my chest hair. It'll be fun. Hmm. Just... Have you ever had a wax before? No, but this I'm tough. Going so. to be oh. Right. I what? think the audience numbers are going to skyrocket. I Absolutely. Hope so. oh, oh, Jamie wants in too. Listen, everyone can be here. <laughs> We're going to have a live audience that day. Good. Yes. And every, when he screams. <laughs> I'm not going to scream. Yes, uh, you I'm are. Way. I'm ready for this. And I'm you'll hear the this. applause and, and the laughs. It'll, it'll be just like going to like a, uh, like, like the comedy store. The comedy store. Listen, I, I'm the man of the people, so I'll do whatever the people want. You're going to lose your character, though. You're going to lose your manliness. That's right. This is going to be amazing. <laughs> amazing. Is this happening next Sunday? No, yes. no, no, yes. no. Not next We Sunday. need wax. Who do we have next Sunday? Oh, you, his you hair. You little pad, like buy them okay. on Amazon, and it's just uh -huh. like, you like eat them up in your hands, and you put it down and go, Oh. It already geez. has wax on them. That so, sounds terrifying. Do Actually, we, we don't have a guest lined up. So. Oh, yes. Uh, we we could do hair. that. I, I'm not gonna. Yeah, we'll I'm not gonna say Sunday. that. Maybe next. Maybe next Sunday. No, we'll it is see. happening next no, Sunday. I'm not sure because I might need my chest hair. You won't. It yeah, grows back really yeah, quickly. What, you're gonna need it I for when. It. You're gonna need it. You need for, to do it now for winter. Well, I need it for winter. <laughs> I need my chest hair. <laughs> you for know, so it keeps me warm. You know, if you, if you would go on the carnivore diet, it would grow back by winter. Yeah, I don't want to. Do I don't want to. Do the carnivore diet. My beard I'd rather get my thicker. chest hair waxed than do the carnivore. And that's what we're doing next All right, Sunday. Well, you you get to choose between the two. <laughs> <laughs> I think we chose for him. I, I don't know if it's happening next Sunday. It no, is no guarantees. We it, need wax. It will happen in September, though. Can, I promise. Can you source some wax? I will get some wax. Uh, so if Marianne sources wax, um, we'll just we'll we'll jump him. It'll be sometime in September. He's going to need to lay down though. Why? Because you have to put the wax on, and then we we don't want because it'll drip or what? I think it will. Oh, drip. Listen, just don't get my nipple, and I'll be happy. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that was what I was aiming. No, to do. no, no, no. This is two weeks in a row. Do we talk about nipples every week? Do we talk? Do we, we talk about last Sunday? Yeah, nipples. last Sunday. Apparently, we talked about nipple. Your mom reminded me because she was trying to find the story that we were telling about her, uh -huh. and. She goes, oh, you're talking about the uh, Christmas card episode of Seinfeld. Oh, oh nipples. Yeah. And they're like, oh, is that a nipple? So I'm actually, <laughs> I'm going for that Christmas card that we talked about last week. It's yes. happening. Well, that's why we got to wax for it's it. It's going to be. <laughs> no, I'm going to need the hair for that. It'll come back by then. Yeah, I hope so. Hope so. Well, it's going to be a lot of fun. So he's going to be shirtless on a bearskin rug. <laughs> can't, can't do it next Sunday. I have to work. I have to be there for that. Oh, oh. There you go. My girlfriend ruined it. No, Mary. Damn, boo. <laughs> Her, Mary's got your back. That's why she loves Ma you. Mary's got her RN duties. She's got to help help deliver babies. Take care of Just babies. No, so. take PTO. PTO for next Sunday. <laughs> Reason, because my boyfriend's chest hair is going to be ripped out. <laughs> Need to be there for that. Oh, we all do. Yeah. Well, let's still work on it. Let's still talk about like it's going to happen. Yeah, sure. I'm ready. Yeah, we'll get this. Do you want to just do it now? I mean, we can like just grab a handful, uh -huh. right? So. Do we have any tweezers? <laughs> tweezers. Do your worst. <laughs> oh, oh God. Man. Podcast is getting weird. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, on that note, I got to go. All right. All right. I got to be a mom. Go.
go do your mom duties. Nice to see you. Nice to it was so you. nice to see you. And you better let us know when you come on back up here. I for sure will. Definitely not the winter because you guys get pretty cold up there. But No, I heard it's going to be a mild winter. Who said? I just heard. Yeah. Who what? says this? <laughs> the farmers all <laughs> Yes. <laughs> the Mayans predict this. <laughs> What's going on? Decreased or increased the temperatures in winter. Uh, I think it What's was. a mild winter for you guys? Like not right. zero? Uh, no, 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 it'll still yeah. get below zero, but like below zero for less than 10 days. That'd be nice. My winter is like 65, 60, maybe. Like now. Oh, wow. Well, just scarf rub now. it in. <laughs> rub it in. Are you kidding? We don't get seasons. We get wet and dry. Oh, well, still sounds so she, good. I Bye, no Melissa. Comment. Bye, boys. Bye. <laughs> don't wax anything. Do not wax anything. I'm glad you were thinking the same thing I was thinking. <laughs> Oh boy! Oops. Oh, make sure uh, you bang into the yeah, microphone yeah, a lot. Knock that thing around Just a little. Just smack bit. the um, microphone. Yeah. Uh, Sneezing or something. Melissa, will love I'm that. Out. <laughs> I'm, well, have, I'm you, have you talked to the other? Food? Now my my real woman's here. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Now he, yeah, flat Marianne can take center stage. There you go. Your girlfriend's gonna get jealous. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna get a little jealous. Flat Marianne's thirsty. I, drinks <laughs> what we do this is our life <laughs> oh, boy. Get, get Marion just back off a little bit well, Mary's watching so, yeah. what were you asking Melissa if you've talked to any of the other boo crew not as much as I'd like to I hear from Marie every now and then I love Marie love her and um, I talked to Gennaro a little bit He's definitely he's in for the podcast at some point. So we're going to. He's got a lot of. And he was, did you know that uh, my office mate was his classmate in college? Dang, what a small world. Yeah. So that was. Uh, so I always kind of chirp back and forth between them. I, I like I'll take a video of her doing something silly. Mm -hmm. and I'll send it to him. And uh, so that's kind of fun. But I haven't heard, I, you know, just only a little bit from everybody. And it's it's partly my fault. I'm really not very good at, as you're aware, um, keeping in touch with people. So as much as I really liked that that group and I'd like to keep in touch with them, I just I'm not good at it. I know I have a I have a group chat with some of the nurses, but I mean I haven't heard Keisha's in Texas. I know that. Okay. Um, and then I haven't heard from Marie or like Bill. I don't know what he's Bill. up. Where's Bill? Yeah, or Nicole. So many well, people. I think Nicole's still in Ohio. Is she okay? She went back. Oh yeah, she hated leaving her babies. Yeah. I feel like Bill would have just kept traveling. I'm not sure though. Um, yeah, I know he was he was looking for what the next place was going to be. So, I I'd be interested. To, Bill, uh, let us know where you are. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. Everybody, if you're in the boot crew, um, let us know where you are. Beth is in Austin. I think that's it. That's all I know of. Beth has a lot of personality. I love her so much. She's such a mama, such a mush ball, but then so. Doesn't, she'd have, did, did she bring her? She didn't bring her kids to New York, did she? No. She, she, usually, she usually brings her kids with her wherever she goes, I think. I'm not sure. I don't know if she's ever traveled before. 
But she's just like so Aww. sweet and loving. And then she'd always be like, the only time you'll see me get mad is if you mess with my mama, my <laughs> money, or my family. She has this like, heavy accent from Alabama. She's the best. It is. It is. And she'd never been away from, I, she'd never been away from her family. I know she said that. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> oh, you know who you're thinking of? You're thinking of Trish. Trish had her daughter in New York. Well, Trish, no, I, I, no, I was thinking of Beth, but um, yeah, I know Trish's daughter lived in lived in New York, so um, that was nice that she got to visit a little bit while while she was there. Her her daughter is like a like a model, like a top, model. awesome, like a like a good one, like a good, <laughs> like she's in her <laughs> like not not a bad one, a good one, yeah. And then she's like her boyfriend is someone famous in New York. I don't know his name though, Sam He's something. Famous? He's famous, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Hmm. I wonder if he's like New York City famous or like Gennaro. No, like Gennaro is the one who brought that up. He was like, yeah, he's Sam. Something that, I don't know. Um, no. Sam, what's his name? I forget. But he's like, he makes music and he's very well known in New York. Gennaro knew him and he thought it was super cool that uh, Trisha's daughter was dating him. Interesting. That is interesting. She has an interesting family. She was a rising tennis star. And I think, uh, like that was a family thing. What? I didn't know that. Oh yeah, yeah. And nope. she, I don't think she plays anymore. But when she was growing up, they used to go to all the different tournaments and stuff. Well, you you want to hear something interesting? I, I forgot. Does it involve your mom slapping the shit out of you? No, it was a dream I had last night, and <laughs> oh, yeah. I and I woke up mad at Mary because of the dream. So she got like, uh, like, I, I what's the word? It was like an arranged marriage to Hunter Biden. I don't know why I had that dream. Jesus. So it was like she got married to Joe Biden's son. And I go, really, Mary? I'm like, and it was uh, it was the weirdest dream I've ever had in my life. I went to bed watching the news. So it was probably like That's I was flipping bizarre. back from CNN, Fox News, like just watching it all, doing my thing for the podcast today. And uh, yeah, I had that dream. And I was like, and you didn't care. Like she, she was just like, she's happy. She's like, well, he does have money. So why would I care? That, so that's where Mary's love lies. Oh. With Hunter Biden's money. So. Yeah. And if you want to hear, we're if you still wanna, mad. If you want to help make that happen. No, don't, go, don't. Go, to, go to bidenforfreedom.com. Yeah. Bidenforfreedom.com. Everybody go to bidenforfreedom.com yeah. and make a huge donation. Um, yeah, I, I did actually. And I was so confused at first. And then I was like, oh, okay. Did you, you went to it? Yeah. Because you put it on Facebook. And I was like, this doesn't sound like Phil. And then I was like, oh, this is Phil. Yeah. So, oh, so go to bidenforfreedom.com. <laughs> what a weird dream, man. That was strange. That is weird. That was weird. I don't have. Mary was happy, though, I think. In my dream, at least. Was she happy when you told her about your dream? Yeah. But then she's like, well, what will my father think? You know, because he's, you know, he's like a Republican. So her dad would not be happy if she got married to Joe Biden's son. So, yeah. You know, some of my friends were in here the other night and they were they were having conversation. And the one was telling a story about uh, his one of his relatives was pregnant. And everybody at this party, it was like a baby shower or something. They were all trying to guess uh, whether it was going to be a boy or a girl. And. He said it. It got around to me, and I said, "Well, I don't know if it's going to be a boy or a girl, but I do know it's going to be a Republican." <laughs> and then okay. I kind of, I, I kind of laughed, and I was like, "Oh." Uh, and then I, and then I introduced them to Joe Jorgensen, 
Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, we don't know who that is. Okay. I've never heard, I've never heard that name. Really? Yeah, they because they don't say it. And, and they're like, I'm sorry, I got to tell you, like, I've never heard of them. Huh. And I said, well, yeah, she's a presidential candidate. She's on the ballot in all 50 states. And I kind of said, you know, like, she's for freedom. Yeah. Whatever, like, I don't like if you want to know what she stands for. It's it's pretty simple. Like you take any issue and you think what would be the way to make that so that people would have more more freedom. And yeah, that, and that's like that's what it is, and uh, and they seem to like that. So that's cool. What so Melissa down there? What like what is uh, like Tampa Bay? Like is that would you say it's more Democrat Republican leaning? Which way which way is it down there? Like up here, of course, where we live is it's red. You know some small town style. So, yeah. yeah. And honestly, like Florida is a swing state supposedly, but all the metropolitan areas and like cities are Democrat. And then you mm-hmm. like go 30 miles inland and it's like Trump, 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 Trump. Oh, okay. Yeah. So for example, I, my contract was like 30 minutes from here in a place called Lakeland. Oh my gosh. That was like MAGA hats when they were getting, <laughs> strong, you know, like, God, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> but yeah they're definitely much like that and and it's funny because like at the same time we had a big like hispanic population coming through that area so i was like i wonder if there's like a rivalry going on here yeah well isn't it, it i mean my perception is that uh from the people that i know the people who are cuban descent are very much republican leaning yes that is very very and then the other hispanics are not oh it like infuriates me high percentage of latino uh like men voted republican last year yeah Yeah. Yeah. i would like to know where they're from because they're either puerto rican or cuban and honestly it all stems from puerto rican it's puerto um puerto rico is obviously part of the united states so they're american and so, and Cubans had up until I think it was what 2014, they had the wet foot, dry foot policy. Right. So they actually don't know what real immigration is and the process that goes behind it. And it kind of makes it like they like think they're like better or, uh, you know, like on a different level than other immigrants because it's like, oh, I'm not an immigrant, I'm American. Yeah. And you kind of like. Immigration wasn't, I wish immigration wasn't a wedge issue. It is, and actually, I, I was having a conversation with one of my friends about this. I was like, I wonder if as we make more money, if our views will change. But I just think that, like, until there is a huge immigration reform, and especially if DACA is still on the table, like, I will never change. I will, like, never change my views until something with that happens because i feel like very much in the middle like i i I do agree with a lot of like republican views and like the way they see things and then like when you bring immigration into it i like swing back so it's just hard but i thought we kind of lined up on a lot of things i know that's why i loved talking to you about things and you had a very different perspective and ever since then honestly like the more research i do the more i really kind of align with like uh, libertarians like in most things some things i need to do more research i guess um but you definitely gave me like a different perspective on, on politics yeah that's something that um a, that's a big problem is that 
you had a conversation with me and then you like, you were like, Oh wait, there's this other thing. And I agree with it. And it's like kind of lines up with what I thought all along. And there are a lot of people out there who kind of discover, um, libertarian ideas and they thought, Oh, well, you know, I always, you know, I'm a Republican and, and like, I agree with 80% of what they say, but then I, I'm with the Democrats on this other stuff. And then there's, I have to explain to them that there's this whole different angle uh, that never gets talked about in the mainstream media and that won't get mentioned by the two major parties because they don't, they don't want that. They don't right. want that to be, to be highlighted. Yeah, I think, and it's good that like even Melissa herself here, you know, she's talking, she, she likes to look at things from both sides. I wish more people would look at things from both sides rather than, since you're this, that you agree with this, it's nice when you can say, oh, well, this is yeah. good and th this is good. You know, I'm a registered Republican, definitely not a libertarian. Uh, I, I don't, a lot, some things I don't agree with them, don't agree with, but no matter what, I'll vote whoever, don't care. The only reason I, I registered instead of an independent was because I couldn't vote in the primaries. Right. That was it, you know, yeah. which kind of sucks that, you know, if you're registered one or the other, if you're registered independent, can't vote in the primary. So you, they like force you to pick a side. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. This is actually like the first time I'm voting. So, really? Awesome. Yeah, because I was very—I want to say like uh, not not ignorant, but I just didn't feel like I had like an educated vote, so I kind of like just stayed away from it. And it's just so much more than just voting for a president. There's so much more that you vote on, and I never looked into any of that. Uh, so now I feel like I've really like done my research and try to educate myself as much as possible. So I'll be voting in this election. Your, your local politics That's are, what really, gonna are really going to have yeah. the biggest effect yeah. on, on your day to day Personally. life too. So you, everyone needs to really get out there and fix their local legislation. If they have problems with what's going on in their community, it's not the president that's, that makes this certain community bad because a lot of times different communities. So, I mean, I was watching this ad and they were showing like how one community 15 minutes away from another is really poor, but it's ran by a certain kind of government. And then the other one's thriving, even though they're both in the same situation, same place, same everything. It's just bad government. I mean, so you can always switch your local legislation and fix things. So yeah. a lot of people don't vote for in, in the local. I'm surprised how many people don't show up to vote and local. A lot of people don't run. I mean, we've got, right. we've got a local election coming up uh in two weeks and they are running unopposed yeah well, why don't you run that's what i said i, I would definitely <laughs> I, think I don't have to like shake things up phil i think oh. that american oh. i'm definitely a shake up that's for sure uh that's a what would your what would your like uh slogan be it's Vote for RAR better by far. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh man, there's so many fun ones we could do. It's there's so many fun ones with Phil. I don't want to get into the oh. Phil ones. They sound so really. Cool. Only one. That, could, that could get out of hand. Wait, you could do like a Matrix one. Like, take the red pill, vote Phil. You know, it's like <laughs> like do like something like that. You know, it's like. Get get weight. Get but I, woke, but that, right? that gives the idea that they're that I'm a Republican. 
it, it have to be green. Take the green pill. And they'd be like, what? And like, yeah, it's different. Oh, it's yeah. that gold pill. It's the gold pill. Vote pill. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, God, yes. I don't know. No, no, no. <laughs> Let me be your campaign manager. Come on, I'm ready for this. Maybe someday. For this. Maybe some. I don't know. Probably the things that I say on the podcast will will bar me from ever holding public office anyway. No, come on. I mean, no, no. President is right now. Clearly, <laughs> that's not that's not true, Phil. I'm, I'm going to get canceled. You, we may get canceled. We're going to get canceled. I'm surprised we haven't been canceled yet. I know. Cancel culture. Yeah. Hashtag. <laughs> Probably like the fact that I was petting a 3D or a, a flat Marianne <laughs> um, camera and we survived. So, yeah, we're doing good. And this podcast is brought to you by. <laughs> <laughs> Did you zip recruiter talking about uh, giving some free advertisement? Have you seen all the all the stuff that Laurentide has lined up for next month? Is it incidental music? Lot, lots of incidental music. Lots of uh, just lots of fun things going on. There's, it looks like they have a, a full schedule. So, so Melissa, there's a there's a while I was with you, they opened up a brand new brewery in town, and I love it. And it's in like a carriage house, so they open up the garage doors, and they make all the beer on site, and it's really awesome. And they like they're so forward thinking. They've just got like really good and really. All the breweries here do. I, yeah. In the distant, like, we have really great local businesses and they just are adding to it in a really great way. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's, there's a lot going on up here. I think, uh, I think any of your boo crew that comes up to the Finger Lakes, I guarantee they'll, they'll be back again. Oh, yeah. Like, like there's yeah. no way they'll just come oh, on. I love that. Well, fill your Airbnb bed. Better be ready by then so I can see. I know I gotta, I gotta buy a place. I gotta buy if I buy that place, it'll be big enough. I can set up bunks for for the whole boo crew. Yes, boy, that's cool. ultimate reunion. It'll be a hostel instead of an Airbnb. After after the age of thirty, I don't think you should sleep on bunk beds. Is that okay. a thing? Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it should be. You ever tried to get out of a bunk bed when you were young? Like, think of the Jesse's, dangers. Jesse's not thirty yet, so he doesn't really. I got speak two years. Experience in any yeah. way. I got two years, so I'm still a lot on a bunk bed. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't even feel safe getting off a bunk bed at this point. So, <laughs> I mean, come on. I had a bunk bed as a child. Lots of injuries happened what because about, of that. Yeah, I, I did. I did too, and I never got hurt. <laughs> no, you didn't. I guess you didn't horse ass around enough. But there was a lot of horse assing around on the bunk beds that caused trouble. How do you guys feel about hammocks? Love them. They, the thing with hammocks is, you know, we could, I could have 20 hammocks and when, you know, when we're not using them, just hang them up against the wall yeah. and they don't take up any space. And then there's plenty of room for guests. But have you ever fallen asleep drunk in a hammock? A hundred times. It, like, I, 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 live, I slept only, exclusively in a hammock for like three years. I almost died drunk in a hammock. I didn't think I was ever going to get unwrapped again. Like I was so tangled. I was like, you know what? This is my life. I'm just going to be the hammock kid. Like I'm going to be stuck in this fucking thing. I can't get out. Seriously. It took me 15 minutes to get out of the hammock. It was not good. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Why did you sleep in a hammock for three years? Like two years ago. And the reasoning behind that was you just like, 
They're super comfortable. Yeah, yeah. I I slept, better, I slept better in that hammock than anything. Do you think it's bad for your back? No, I think it's really good for your back. Interesting. You have mm. the thing is it's there's not a very good posture. No, it is. The thing is that there's a specific technique, and there's a there's a vibrant ha hammock community, and sorry, I know vibrant. I saw your eye roll, but there's a vibrant hammock community, and there are a lot of tips to actually sleeping in a hammock the right way, and it's all about the angle of the sag of the hammock. Mm -hmm. And then what you got to do is you lay diagonal in the hammock. And if you go diagonal, uh, it lays perfectly flat and it supports you evenly. And, and it's really nice. I can't get on board with this. <clears throat> I just, yeah. there's things that... the night in a hammock. So I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel about it. Yeah, I just can't get on board into the, the hammock. And, and when I was, and I'm hoping to get big into backpacking again, I haven't been for the past couple of years, but I'm hoping to get back into it. And one of the things that made backpacking really attractive to me was that I made it simpler by, I would just, I got this giant tarp and a hammock and this like blanket that goes under the hammock. Okay. And like that makes a super light, super compact camping setup. So it, it made it a lot easier. I could hike a lot further without having to carry a ton of weight. And I could sleep comfortably, and, and it made a big difference. It was really nice. Mm. So I can attest that hammock sleeping is awesome. All right. If you say so, Phil. We'll, uh, I'll have to try it out. It would be fun. I mean, yeah, so I'll set up like 20 hammocks in the house that I buy. Check back in 30 years, and let's see how Phil's back is. And then we'll decide you know, how good <laughs> hammock sleeping is. That's the only way. My back's better than it ever has been right now. That's the carnivore diet the carnivore. you said, though. Yeah. It's Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Everything, like, everything as far as how I feel is better now than it has been since at least college. Dang. And partly I lost 40 pounds. And partly um, I think just there's, like, a lower level of inflammation and things like that. Was so, there a shock factor when people saw you again? Yeah, I, I actually had somebody pull over on the side of the road yesterday. They saw me out biking and they pulled over to the side of the road and he was like, Phil, I like I love your new look. Aww. So he's like, This is awesome. So yeah, a lot of people were surprised when they saw um uh, skinny Phil. You were like definitely the only person that like lost weight working in New York. I'm the only person that lost weight in the past six months, probably. <laughs> I mean, I lost weight during a pandemic when everybody was told that they, their gym was shut down and they had to stay home. Well, you and whoever the, the meeting um, Facebook group. It's probably Mary. Sorry, go ahead. Trying to get me. What'd out you say? Of here. Oh, I said that probably just you and whoever's in the meeting Facebook group. Oh, the meeting place. The meeting place. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. They. Yeah. It's incredible. It's incredible. Should I go up and lock it, or do you? Think you should we're, probably we're head out soon. Um, we'll we can probably head out soon. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll wrap this up in the next couple minutes, and then um, I'll have plenty of opportunities to talk to Melissa. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Bring me back. This was fun. Yeah, we'll do it again. Maybe we'll bring in somebody else too. We'll maybe Gennaro. Oh, I'll let you pick. I'll let you pick. I picked Gennaro. We got to get Marie on here sometime. You should. You should. 
do I'd one love to have Latasha with just you and the boo crew. Like you don't want to be on it. Well, it just like because it's hard, you know, it's your stories. I, I would like to watch it before you didn't like. You, I mean, no, I no, it's, well. it, it is. It's good, but no, you, you, you should get you should get like four or five like, and I want to hear the stories because that would be fun. Yeah, I mean, I'll sit here and listen, but I think it'll yeah. be cool. You, yeah. you you contribute. You I, okay, contribute. all right, That's I'll good. try. I'll do my best. I can't. I'll do my I can't. Best. I can't do it without without my. It's rare crew. It's rare. That's right. We had Keisha because she's so funny. Oh, she's hilarious. And Marlene, but you might not be able to completely understand her. <laughs> she needs subtitles. That's okay. We have <laughs> subtitles. If you watch this on, uh, I'm not sure if we have subtitles on Facebook, but I'm sure I know we have them on YouTube. Cool. It's so funny because, like, I really um, have been able to like adapt to Marlene. So now, like, on the group chats, she says something, and people are so confused. And I'm like, yeah, this is what she meant. Like, <laughs> yeah. And when she does, like, Marlene. So Marlene is the the one that started the boo thing, mm -hmm. and uh, she's Jamaican, right? Yeah. Yeah. So thick accent, but I can understand her now too. She does like Facebook lives, like three times a day she <laughs> goes on facebook live she's like yeah i'm downtown brooklyn and this is i don't want to do any more of that fabulous i seriously recommend everyone and anyone to watch her lives that it's such a show she's like we're down here in new york city the city that never sleeps but it's sleeping right now but it's coming awake <laughs> she's got so much soul like she's got some you know she's she's a she used to be a pretty big watcher uh, I mean, she used to watch the podcast a lot, didn't Marlene? she? Was it Marlene? I don't think Mar no Marie. Oh, Marie yeah, was Marie, like Marie. Marie watches okay. it. She, okay. She's still there. I don't think she's here today, but okay. she definitely it's, watched it's last Marie. week. Marie, and maybe okay. she'll catch us later. Yeah, but no, our friend Marlene, we got to get her on sometime, and then uh, see if our listeners can pick up what she's putting down. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll be her translator. Yeah, this is what she meant. Or like, they're type because <laughs> she asks you a question and you don't know if she's asking you a question or a statement because she doesn't use question marks. Right. She so. just says with boo. Like, boo is her <laughs> punctuation. It's her only punctuation is the word boo. Okay. <laughs> that's how you know she's finished. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's true. And she'll be like, gang, gang. Gang, gang. <laughs> And then uh, what was oh, Nicole was really getting with George. Uh, George was the uh, the guy in charge of the uh, the cleaning crew, and, which was super important. Give like I give a big I gave a lot of credit to the cleaning crew mm -hmm. that went in and did what they did there. Um, that was that was really brave. But he would always teach Nicole. Uh, she was always into learning the lingo for the city because she's not really a New York City person either. So she she'd be like, "Yeah, it's brick." I, I still don't know what brick means. She'd say "gang gang" and "brick" and uh, I don't know some other things. There's some things that I say. I guess we have a big New York population here in Tampa, which we do. I just didn't realize that like the lingo transfers because I say "dead ass" a lot. Dead um, ass. Oh, she loves dead ass. That's yeah, and so like Gennaro's like, you've been here way too long. <laughs> like I've said that all my life. Or like, um, like that's a upstate New York thing. Like dead is ass. Everyone says people that. say dead ass here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's big time. Dead ass serious. Yeah, right. Or like New York claps or something like that. You get the clap. Yeah, right. if you clap. say something and it's like good, they're like, oh, that claps. 
Oh, I never. I don't heard think that I heard one. that one. Maybe I'm not even right, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I am, though. It's like that's good. Like you clap for it. Okay. All right. All right. Well, so it claps in a good way. Yeah. 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 Never that's heard. It. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that is going to have to be all for today's podcast. Thanks, everybody who joined in. Make sure that you like and share. It's rare. Um, we are going to have Melissa back sometime. Yes. Thanks, Thanks for so coming much, on. Guys. So, so fun catching up. This was awesome. Thank you. And you're awesome. <laughs> See you next Sunday. Yes. Bye. Bye.